Welcome to Villains Academy, where we train the brightest, the smartest, the strongest, and the most evil of villains. We welcome you, recruits. Please tell us your name and the specialty or the special villain specialty that you you'll see. I suck at these. For example, I am Mr. Villain. I specialize in world domination. You recruits. What is your name and what is your specialty? My name is Father McFeely, and I specialize in BDSM, and uh, I'm not quite sure. I love it. So evil. You recruits! What is your name? What is your specialty? My name is Dr. Destruction. I specialize in world domination and pillow fights. But especially pillow fights. With I like it. I was going to say, I do world domination. You can't have it. But you can do what you can do pillow fights. I'm okay with it. Part of my shtick is pillow fights, too, as well. I think we're going to get along swell. Yes, pillow fights for everyone, but only at nights. Kinky pillow fights. So. Well, yeah. If you're ready after this improv, we can do some Philly Philly and some pillow pillow. All right, recruits. Now we must practice our evil laugh. Repeat after me. Now all together. Three, two, one. Perfect. Cue the music. Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place. Like Ash catches Pikachu, we don't evolve. We just level up. And we got a special episode today. This is the MCU Villains episode. We're talking everything Marvel Villains. So what we're going to do, we have a little bit of a tribute. We're going through some channel news, through the usuals. And then we're going to do our villain draft with our guest here. Ernie is going to lose in fantasy this week, Gardner. (laughs) And Tom... Nerdier than you are, but not in this particular subject, Chatfield. And then after our villains draft, we're going to talk our favorite villains in the Marvel. We don't really have a special order, but we have some lists that we're going to work off of. And then after we're done with that, we are going to talk story ideas for villains of our own audio show that we might do in the future. So, before we get carried on, um, want to do a little bit of tribute. So, September second, I got the news. September third, we had some very tragic news in my family. And if you haven't, if you've been paying attention, I haven't really been posting TikTok videos that week. Um, with the podcast, fortunately, I was up an episode because I took a week off. But we got the tragic news that my brother-in-law and his brother 
Derek and Jake Christian died in a tragic mini bike accident where they had a head-on collision and died on the impact. Um, it's it was a tough week. It still looks kind of tough, but I kind of wanted to say a little bit of something about both of them before we move on. Because this is the first episode that I've done since the tragic accident, and I don't know if this is going to be the first episode that has been aired because I might I'm going to put a tribute in a couple of them. But this is the first one that I've recorded, so I just want to say a little bit about about both of them, and then we can move on. Um, so I'm going to start with Jake Krishnan. And I met Jake at McDonald's. And I actually met four of the five Christian siblings at McDonald's. But the thing about Jake is he didn't work there for that long, but he made an impact. I remember working there and just coming in like, who's this? I'm like, oh, it's Jake. And I just like hated the fact that there was somebody else named Jake in this moment. Like I was like, 17 at the time you know i cared about like sharing a name but i remember working with them and we're working in the grill and he just lightened up the mood he just had this like attitude about him where he just lifted the spirits of everybody and i remember that and even in the moment where they were trying to come up with um code names for both of us because we're both named jake and they're like well it's Jake came in later. He will call him Jacob. He's like, well, no, that doesn't work because my legal name is Jake. I'm not a Jacob. And they're like, okay, we'll call you Jacob then. And I was like, no, fuck no. I'm here first. I'm Jake, not Jacob. Didn't matter. He didn't. He didn't work for a long time. He worked like two weeks and then he was gone. He said, fuck this bullshit, and he was out. Which is very much Jake Christian. Now, not eight, nine years later. I had this memory of him. We're prepping. We're in Arizona, in Flagstaff, Arizona, getting ready for Ryan Derek's wedding. And I remember coming to the table. We were all just chatting, and we we're both named Jake. We sit down at the table, and his best friend was there too, and his name is also Jake. And we had a council of the Jake meetings. Where we were just drinking, having a good time, and we were just talking Jake stuff. One of the first things we talked about how much we fucking hate State Farm. And we had, we, this was our first Council of the Jakes. I have a video of it. And we kind of dubbed our names. My name was Jake the Wise, because I was the oldest of the Jakes, and I had a gray beard. Um, the other Jake, he was gay Jake. Um, I want to say it was like a homophobic name, but it was more like he always wore very, he was a kind of a bodybuilder, was wearing like very colorful, very tight outfits. And so Jake Christian, that that was his name. I let it be. And he, he's like, what about me? I'm like, well, you're the original Jake. You are the only one in this group who is actually just a Jake, not a Jacob. So you are Jake Jake. And I remember that moment because... The next day, I really just wanted to get drunk that entire day and just be buzzed for the entire wedding. And he made it possible. He gave me a flask. He gave me, like, they both, we all shared things together. And it was just a nice moment, nice memory that I cherish of him. The last time I seen Jake was at my nephew's uh, one-year-old birth or one-year one party. We were playing bags with each other. And he was complaining because he couldn't have my dad on his team. Because my dad's really good at bags. And I'm like, well, I'm his son. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking him. Like, me and him, are, we're a pair. But we're just bullshitting. Me and him, we're playing against each other, and we're just talking about 
console Jake's. And he was talking about because there's multiple Jake's in the Christian family. There was another one that was added. And I think there was another Jake that's part of the group. And we're like, no, there's only three. And I remember the last thing he said to me was, your girl's a cutie pie. And that was the last thing he ever said. Yeah. So that was Jake Christian. Great dude. Great person. Now I want to talk about Derek. Um, Derek was my sister's husband and my nephew's father. I met Derek also at McDonald's. As I said, I met four of the five Christian siblings at McDonald's. And I remember working with him because he's he's a a brave, slow person. He's rowdy. He'd call you out on your shit no matter what. And mostly in a joking matter. I think you guys would have enjoyed him. And I remember not liking him at first, but like also kind of just like being drawn to him. He had that weird charm about him where you're like, I don't, it's weird because it's like, I don't like you, but at the same time I do. And I remember when I came in the, at McDonald's, I was the youngest person there. Or so I thought. Because here's the thing. Derek lied about his age. He's actually two months younger than me. And for a good three or four months, I was the baby. I was the young person working at McDonald's. And the only reason why he lied is because he didn't want to have that role, that title. Because he had it before me, so he lied about his age. Didn't realize it until five years after the fact. Five years later, he started dating my sister. And I remember, like, when she told me, I was like, why the fuck are you dating that dude? Why are you being with this person? Because I'm like, you could do better. And while there was moments in the upcoming years that proved me right, the thing about Derek is he really loved my sister. And he was a man who wanted to be better. He was a man that wanted to grow. And I watched this dude grow. I watched this man have flaws to becoming a great person. To being stronger for my sister. To being... How do I put it? Like he cared. I remember when I was going through a divorce. And I, how I go through my own grief is I write. So I wrote a story about what it would be like, what would happen if I jump off a balcony, really dark stuff. And I wrote about it and I happened to tell my ex-wife and she was concerned. She told my sister and Derek just lost or his sister just witnessed a suicide of her boyfriend right in front of him. It was that tragic story. And he did not want that to be me. So he called me, and he wasn't nice about it. He was a fucking asshole about it. He was a jerk. He was yelling at me for even thinking about it. And I had to explain to him, like, this is just me grieving. But I always appreciate that phone call because it showed that he cared. He cared in his way. He didn't want that to happen to me. He didn't want my family to go through it. He didn't want my sister to go through it. And the thing is, when I moved back to Minnesota, because I was in Illinois at the time, he was the first person there along with my friend Donald, who's on the show too. That's the person I moved in with. It was the easiest move of all time because between him, my dad, and Donald, and then my sisters and my mom, I didn't have to lift a single thing. It was the easiest move ever. I was just the director. I'm like, man, if this could just be a thing, this would be great. It was not. When I moved into this house, he had a push mower. 
And his thought wasn't, oh, oh, I'll sell this to Jake. I'll sell this to them. No, his thought was, I'm gonna, not only am I going to give it to them, I'm going to fix it up so it's safer and better for them. And they do. And he gave me a lot more. Like, that's the person who Derek became. I'm going to help you out. It doesn't matter. I'm going to make sure you're good. And I'm going to do it, like, in the way that is me. So, I don't know much more to say. Because I grew to love him. Like, I ended up not liking this person, and I grew to love him. He was a brother. Me and him didn't always see eye to eye. We're politically very far apart. Um, he's, like, an outdoorsy man. Uh, I'm more of the nerdy. Like, I'm... I'm on a fucking podcast right now. But I grew to respect him. I grew to love him. He was a brother. And so when I heard the news, it it felt like I lost family. Because I did lose family. So, um, I'm going to stop here. Because I'm starting to tear up a little bit. But this is for Derek and Jay Christian. We love you. Rest in peace. We'll see you again soon. Uh, We're going to take a short moment of silence. All right. We're back. We actually took our break ourselves. I needed it. Ernie needed some water. And Tom felt lonely, so he joined us anyway. Yeah, I don't like being left out. (laughs) We literally (laughs) just left him out of the room, too. All right, so I want to do some channel news. Um, short videos. I don't know if you guys who listen to the podcast. I now do TikToks and short videos on Facebook. Trying to get YouTube and Instagram as well. As of right now, we're doing Marvel ratings, where I call Ernie and Donald. Um, but I've I kind of want to do a lot more with it. I'm getting really excited about these short videos because I'm starting to learn it, starting to get used to it, and how to like edit them and actually make them look sharp. So I have a couple ideas I want to do. I want to do Pokemon gems. So I've made it where like each type I have six Pokemon that I would put in each gym. And I don't know. That's something that like I like to do and I feel like that'd be a cool video. Mm-hmm. Also the channels don't evolve me. It's very Pokemon related. Mm-hmm. Also, can you guys do a mic check real quick? Mic right, check. Okay, we're good. It was just like very quiet on the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and Ernie yours is always solo. <laughs> I'm like right up on it, man. Uh, it, it's it's the voice. Ernie's a Ernie's a bass. He is. That's true. That is very it's true. hard to pick up. That's very true. Uh, back to the videos. I want to do other movie ratings, or we're gonna do DCU, and it's just everything I've rated so far. I want to like pick up on. But if you guys have ideas of like different movies or different things that you want me to rate that I have not done yet, mm-hmm. please let me know. Or if you guys have ideas, because I still have to watch the Barbie movie, and it's. Ready on cue. I might do that this weekend. The Barbie movie? The Barbie movie. I heard it was terrible. Mm-hmm. You heard it was terrible? Yeah. I heard it was amazing. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> We're guys. It's not even for us. No, my wife and her friend saw it with a client and they said it was god awful. Oh. In what way? Like, what, what it just was it? just poorly executed, really just like bad acting. Like, they were trying to go a certain way with it, like, you know, like the women empowerment and everything, and they just yeah. failed miserably um, in the two. execution of it. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. I've heard great things. I mean, I've heard bad things as well. I get Lego movie vibes, so that's why I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Probably because Will Ferrell is, like, the big boss executive, and that's who he was in the Lego movie. Other things I want to do, villain ratings I put on here. Perfect, because we're doing villains. 
Uh, I have some skits and writing projects. I think I sent you guys both the thing. Tommy, have you had a chance to? I have not to yet. It? I haven't had a chance to read yeah. it yet. No, no My worries. Bad. My bad. And I'm also really into Mario Kart lately, and I kind of want to rate the tracks. And what I, <laughs> and so we'll. Um, no, I think we, get, we should rate uh, rate the drivers first. The drivers? Yeah. I mean that's that's more iconic than the tracks. I think. I agree. Oh okay. Yeah, okay. Every, everyone's do both. Yeah, everyone's got their own like favorite driver. And yeah, like that. I have a hard time like rating the drivers because I only just do Shrine Guy. It's always well, it's, it's always Toad for me. Toad or Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi's number. I feel one. like there's not a lot of variation with the drivers. Well, yeah. I mean, there's drivers I just don't care for, but like someone, I don't know, who's me to tell you like that driver sucks? Well, I mean, honestly, the last. Uh, Mario Kart that I played was the 64, and the only difference was, um, with so they had like like light, medium, and heavy drivers. Yep. So your heavies were Bowser, Donkey Kong. Yeah. They had a slower acceleration, but a higher top speed, mm-hmm. and they could actually mm-hmm. like, if you collided with other ones, then they would. Bump. They won. They they won and didn't spin out. Yeah. I mean, so there was that factor, and so like the lights were like super fast acceleration, and they mm-hmm. could get going again. So. A little bit of it. I always lean heavy acceleration because you get hit a lot and you have to like catch up. Yeah. Whereas top speed, you can control with the drift. See, we're already diving into it. This is gotta stop. (laughs) Gotta stop. Um, other things I want to do. So episodes for the podcast. Me and Ro are doing a One Piece because I just watched the um not the anime but the live action. It was great. We have an Warhammer army episode or just mess around that we have to uh plan to do we were in the middle of talks or discussing it but then i had to take i had to step away for a week um i have halloween episodes i'm gonna do a sapphire she's gonna be on the show no yeah i'm trying to talk her into two of them because um like we both talked about jordan peele she's like yeah i enjoy it but i don't love it i want to talk about something i love so i'm like all right give me your three like horror movies that you want to talk about and then we'll, we'll that are also like somewhat popular too that other people listen to it and then i'll watch it or we'll watch it together and then we'll talk about it and we already have like the date planned because it's going to be released on halloween so i think halloween's on a tuesday this year yes and my episode's released on a tuesday so we're gonna have our official halloween episode and then we have our D D episode that we have to also schedule and plan out on top of uh, state of review episodes I want to do for Star Wars, Batman, and other shows or other projects. So those are channel news. All right, let's get let's get fucking into it. What are you nerding out on, Ernie? We'll start with you. What am I nerding on? Well, I finally finished God of War. Yeah, I have put seventy hours into it. Damn, eight of those hours came in one night. Right, the first one, right, or Ragnarok? Ragnarok. I'm doing Ragnarok. Now. Okay. Yeah, I've been on a run, but yeah. Um, what am I nerding out to now? Uh, nothing right now. I'm thinking about doing One Piece. I'll start probably start watching that here soon. All right. Um, or right. me and uh, me and Ro are doing it on a Friday night, I th- believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, late September. Okay. So uh, that that's your time frame I if you want to join I us. Got time. It's uh, eight episodes. It's pretty easy watch. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Still got some Marvel shows to catch up on. So that's just what I'm. All right. Yeah. Tom Nerdier than you What's up What's up Jake <laughs> What's up uh, What have I been nerding out on um, I started playing uh, Necromunda Okay 
So it's what the fuck is that? It, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a um, like a a sub game. It's it's set in the 40k universe. It's set in a um, the high world of Necromunda, which is I don't, if you you guys know follow like Judge Dredd at all. Yeah. So you know like the mega cities. Yep. Where it's just like continent spanning cities yeah. and like just you know i believe there's three in dread but right so imagine kind of like mega cities mm. um and then you know how in the mega cities there's just like it's just rife with crime and everything like that yep so necromunda is a gang like combat tabletop game set in the 40k universe nice. so you represent different gangs um which have like overall like like houses that they kind of work for so there's like orlocks and escher and everything like that mm-hmm. and so you have it's like a skirmish game instead of like having an entire army of guys like in 40k you have like eight or nine eight to ten gangers and each one of them like is their own individual unit with their own guns their stats and we're playing a campaign so you actually get experience and then mm-hmm. level your guys up is this a phone game or tabletop game tabletop okay so there actually is um, the tabletop game, and then I think three or four years ago they released a video game for Necromunda too. Actually, there's like two or three Necromunda games out there. Nice. But yeah, it's it's kind of cool because you get to like make your own character, and then they level yeah. up, and you actually start feeling attached to them because they can die. Oh. So like your character that you've spent a bunch of credits on and time. Yeah. Like can just if you roll on because if you get knocked out of combat, you have to roll on an injury, so you can like. You get like a spinal injury or head head trauma, mm. and it like reduces your total stats and everything like that. So, it's yeah. pretty fun. That sounds fun. All right, what am I nerding out on? I mean, fantasy football. Football just started. I play Ernie this week. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I guess you could say that too. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. I play you. By the time they hear this, the result of that match is either going to be like. Over no, it'll be over. We got, some, we got some Sunday nighters in there, I think. Well, I mean, like this episode is either releasing this Tuesday, oh, oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah. or uh, two weeks from now. So I think you're gonna beat me. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, good. I'd hope so. I have ten points projected over you. Yeah, something like that. And Tom has checked out of the conversation. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Actually, uh, in another league, that's what I was on my phone for. I was like, oh wait, is Aaron Jones out? Because I have to replace that's him with I'm, my IR person. That's what I was kind of checking on mine too, <laughs> but um. Yeah, man, I'm on your ass, though. I'm not going to give up. Let's get it. Like, oh, yeah. I lost by, what was it, like, point oh? Yeah. So the meme for, um, so, Tom, I think you might find this funny. So there was a meme where uh, Matthew Barry, the famous fantasy football, like, the most famous, the most famous fantasy yeah. football person in the world, Matthew Barry, was sharing this story about what happened to this guy, where um, Aaron, he only needed Aaron Rodgers to complete one pass. <laughs> one pass for two yards. Mm-hmm. He needed point zero four points. He had a ninety nine percent chance of winning. Aaron Rodgers has four snaps, gets hurt for the rest of the year. He loses by point zero four points. And I see this immediately. And I'm like, oh man, that's hilarious. That would suck. And I look in our league <laughs> and I look at Ernie's matchup and he lost by point zero four points. Because he had Aaron Rodgers. Yep. It didn't quite work the same because of the other guy. Who I actually had a conversation with two days ago. Um, he had Dalvin Cook plan, but it worked out. It was like the same. I'm like, man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had it in the bag. I had you mentally just won that game. I did too. 
And I look, I'm like, wait, wait. Lost? oh, oh. I, guess, I know how we were talking last year about fantasy football and my luck. That, that is literally my luck when it comes to fantasy football. That is what constantly happens to me. Yeah, well, I could always get the, you know, the uh, best team every week. Mm-hmm. The first year in our league, I are, the medium is 130 points. That's the amount, the average that everyone scores. Mm-hmm. But my first year was 114 points was scored against me. Mm-hmm. Like, I had the best points against for everybody. I was 12-1 and one that year. The next two seasons, 140 points. <laughs> Won the championship the second year on a 7-7 record because my team was still pretty good. Last year, my team was so-so, missed the playoffs. First uh, first game, 146 points. God damn it, this better not fucking happen again. <laughs> um, what else I'm learning out on? One Piece, as I've been watching lately. Um, I finally gave in, watched it. Or at least the live action. It's great. It's it's a good time. Um, it looks like it's not great. And there's moments where it doesn't look good. But I don't know. The characters, the acting, it just... I'm sold. Now I'm going to start watching the anime. And then me and Ro are going to have an episode that Ernie may join us on. Um, and just different uh, story ideas, too. I have the idea of doing an audio story. I was telling Tom and Ernie, I want to do it based on Fallout specials where each character has like a strength in one of the specials. So like strength, perception, agility, charisma, and uh, endurance. And luck is the last one. And like, well, I had a character of luck. Like, Imagine having a character who had like a horrible, tragic thing happen to him in the past, like as a child. And the only way they, like, the way they cope from it is with the idea that, hey... The worst, like, I already had the worst thing that could ever happen to me. All the bad luck that could ever happen in my life happened in one moment. So, I, from here on out, I will always be lucky. And it just happened, he just happens to be lucky throughout his entire life. Like, everything just happens to go his way. And that's kind of like my basis of a character that I have. <clears throat> so, let's go into a little bit of a news. Aquaman trailer finally came out. It actually looks good. Did you guys watch any of it? I've not seen it. Uh, Black Manta is like the villain of this one. Mm. Like it's a revenge story. Okay. And I don't know why. Like it just gives me like the ooh, this is good. Like I'm actually wanting to watch it. Like a dark feel, like more of a dark. Yeah, like it gives me like a dark epic. Um, There's him and Ocean Master are teaming up against Black Manta. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know why, but like, I actually have high hope it's up for this movie because of the trailer. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, DC is actually doing really good with their trailers. Their movie's just kind of not that great. Flat, the Flash trailer was pretty great. Yeah. That movie, I was it was great, but then re-watching it, it's like, doesn't and, fit that appeal. Okay. Um, Spider-Man 2? They just released their trail or their new gameplay. That game looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. They have sixty five costumes. Really? For like all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um and then the main villains oh, I even wrote it looked amazing. It looks spectacular. <laughs> like the ultimate Spider Man game. Okay. Uh Craven's the main Craven and Venom are the cr- main characters. Lizard's in it. It just looks like a fun game. 
I'm excited for it. And it's like Grand Theft Auto Five, where like you can be Peter Parker or Miles Morales, and you can just switch it on an instant. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just instantaneous. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of cool. And then Mortal Kombat One. I fucking hate when games do this. Oh, no, I hate when like they yeah. re- like reset. Like it's the one. It's like no, it's not. It's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it's game twelve. Can you just call it twelve, or can you just give it uh, a subtitle? They reboot. So. They, they, what was it the fourth time they rebooted Mortal Kombat? Yeah, something like that. And then you have Xbox, who just can't get off the one number. <laughs> yeah, Xbox. Xbox 360, where in math it's one rotation. It's also one. Mm-hmm. Xbox One. It's like, man, just keep no. it simple. Xbox no. Two. Why Xbox Microsoft, Three. Why would Microsoft do that? <laughs> why make it not confusing? Mm, yeah. I don't know. It's Microsoft. I think PlayStation had it right. PS One, PS Two, PS Three, PS Four, PS Five, and then we're going to go six, seven, eight, nine. What you know, whatever. Or you can just buy a PC and not worry about it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fresh takes. I just played Spider-Man again. Spider-Man was my way of coping. Um, we had Scott with. I'm like, I am like, we and you have to do something together. I'm just going to play Spider-Man. I'm going to dive in. And he watched. It didn't, it didn't last long. He went off and do his own thing. I thought he would be really into it because he loves Spider-Man. Uh, so, Ernie, you played Spider-Man? A little bit. Um, I know you're not the biggest Spider-Man person. No, but I do like the games. The game, the game is fun. great. Yeah, the games are fun. It's a four, four plus actually. Okay, most Spider-Man games are good. I, I, I haven't finished one. I'm not gonna lie, but um, they're pretty good for the most part. I haven't played Miles Morales, which is a game that I want to play. I mm-hmm. uh, just never had, the, never took the moment to buy it and play it. Mm-hmm. It's fun though. It's a great story. It's a story that makes me cry because like, the villain, the villain. Yeah, I'm just saying, Doc Ock is the villain. And he just like it's such an emotional like he's a mentor, but he fails Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's just an emotional story. The story's great, gameplay is fun, it looks very cinematic. All right, thirty minutes in, we're finally into villains. Be typical fashion. Yeah, it's, it's typical. True. Don't evolve me true. fashion. We might change this for um, year two. Now we're always going to be long winded. <laughs> I think it's a good thing, personally. But. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to do a villain draft? Yeah, I got me a custom draft board and everything. Oh, do you? No, I wrote it on a Samsung Note <laughs> file. I thought... Oh, okay. Do you know? <laughs> fuck you think I am, Jay? I did make myself a custom draft board into am, the outline. Do you think I am some sort of sports baller that knows how to do the... Okay, so funny story we got to go into this a little bit yeah like i'm texting jake and i'm just like what's what's a draft board like what do i need to do to for <laughs> this like and he's like laughing at me and i'm like come on well you said well, definitely not nerdier than you in this in that aspect you're just like don't laugh at me and i sent the gif i was like man maybe a little bit just a little bit <laughs> just just a little I bit i mean fine yeah you know i guess whatever and then you're like i'll make fun of you when we do warhammer I'm like, please do yeah. please make fun of me because i know shit that's right <laughs> Nah, but yeah, a little bit of funny story behind that. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I figured it out. I've okay for my defense, I've done one fantasy league ever in my yeah. entire life. I think we went over this in a pod one yeah. time. I think so. Yep. It's 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 a simple concept, right? You just make a list. I said fifteen because that's the amount that's getting drafted. We're just doing five each, a team of five, and we're doing snakes. So we are kind of explained it before. 
you know, whoever goes first has to wait like five picks until they go again. Who goes third gets third and fourth pick. Yep. So I just right. was actually confused because I thought we needed 15 people on our team. So I, like, <laughs> I do not know 45 <laughs> villains in the MCU. No, no. We weren't so going I was that like, way. man, this is this is in depth. We're not going that in Your depth. homework for paying me my, my really <laughs> hefty wage here for being on Don't Evolve Me is, is getting getting too much. I agree. That no, that's a lot. I stick at the five. So and because you guys I I knew what the the scenario of this uh draft board is gonna be like, I'm gonna give you guys the pick of which order. And Tom, I'm gonna give you the first pick. But you don't have to let me go through the rules first, all right? Alright. So here's other rules. It has to be a villain from an MCU film or television show. Okay. And I'm really strict on the rule of villain. That's all I'm going to ask Yeah. Only one variation of the villain can be claimed. So, for example, Kang has thousands. You can only pick... When you pick Kang, you just, you just get Kang. You probably get Ant-Man Kang. You can go He Who Remains if you want to. I'll talk, we'll talk about him later. The villain has to be a villain in the movie slash show, and it can't be a villain off screen. For example, it can't be Carl Mortar from Doctor Strange. Because even though he may, he's an antagonist of sorts, he's not a villain. But he is a villain in the MCU, but he's not a villain in the, either of the movies. Because we don't know what his power is. We don't know how what's his capability Question, you might answer this as you're going on. Yeah. I'm just going to ask it anyway. Um, actually, no. Continue. And then if you, if you say it, I'll leave it alone. Okay, okay, I have two more rules. Okay, and we can talk about it too. So, like, if there's a scenario I did not come up with and you guys are like, hey, I want this person, we'll, we'll talk it through and see if it counts. Okay. Villain, or rule number four, villains only have only has weapons that are part of them from the beginning. Weapons cannot be something that obtained in films slash shows. So, for example, Thanos doesn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Infinity Stones in general are probably off the board. The only one I was like, eh, on was Loki and the Scepter. But we're just going to wipe it out. Um, other th- um, examples is Scarlet Witch in the Darkhold. Or Whiplash in his suits of armor. And if you have questions, we'll, we'll talk it through. And I have one more rule. What if villains do not count? So there was this animated show called What If? And they do alternative stories on the heroes that are in the MCU. And there's one in particular that breaks also like space and time, which is Infinity Gauntlet uh, Ultron, who would just win in every scenario or it don't count. All right. Does that make sense? Any questions? All right, one question. Can yeah. we include people that have been villains and heroes? Mm-hmm. So can we Wanda Maximoff versus Scarlet Witch? Um, so can Scarlet Witch be one of them? Yes, be because okay. she is a villain. Okay. But Iron Man does not count. Because Iron Man is not a villain. He's an antagonist. Okay. So, like, uh, Bucky Rogers or the Winter Soldier, we could pick, too. Yes, because he was a villain. Loki, yes. Okay. okay, got it. Perfect. You can pick them. Okay, that was, that was, a lot of those were 
mixed ones for me because I was like, well, yeah, they're, they're technically both, but okay, they're on my list. That's why I was. That's why I was like, it has to be a villain and one of the one or the other. Okay. As long if they start out as a villain, it works. Other uh, ones that don't count, Hawkeye, because technically he gets brain controlled. Doesn't count. I'm counting Yeah. But like he plays that, he serves that role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ready for the scenario? I'm excited for this one. I think I think you guys will like it. All right. Scenario: A godlike being. If we want to get specific, we'll just say eternity. Says to your group, complete this goal together, and each of you will have the thing that they truly want. Essentially, what we're saying is they are loyal to their cause and working together. We're not getting to like, uh, like Loki will probably turn on the group at some point because that's what Loki does. Loki has the motivation to stick and work with the group. All these villains, they're they're going to work together as a group. That's how this draft's going to work. So you ready for the goal? Mm-hmm. Drum roll. The goal is to kill Cassie Lang. Well, that's easy. <laughs> A.K. Stature. Ernie, you okay? He's well, about falling off the chair. Well, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> okay. okay. So the scenario is, when, you, when the group first attacks her, Ant-Man and Wasp will be there to protect immediately. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, since he's in San Francisco, will be there within minutes. The Avengers will be there within like 10, 20, 30 minutes. We'll say 30 minutes. You have to create a team that will kill Cassie Lang and be able to hold the Avengers if need be. Um, Since I knew the scenario, I will be the last. I I won't pick what order I go in. Tom, since you are the filthy casual, I will let you pick your draft order. Okay. So you can be first, second, or third. Let's go first. First? Ernie, where are you going? Okay. I figured I was going to go second, which is like arguably the worst one. But I'm okay with that because I created the scenario. All right. So question. You said only stuff that they start with in the films. Nothing yes. that they've gained. Yes. And you, have, if you have a specific question about it. Like Does what Thanos they- have his entire army? Because he starts with that in the films. I didn't think about that. This is the way I went. I went with like the different like dimensions or you know sub realms and things like that, and like what we needed to do. So I was like, okay, so a Thanos or an Ultron is going to have an army with them, mm-hmm. right? So that yep. is really good for the material universe. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so in the you know, in the quantum realm, who's the who's the most powerful there? You know, who has the biggest push? And then I was like, all right, in the magic realm, who do I, like I got? It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if we're going with Thanos having an army? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he has an army. But however, like, he only works with the other four villains in your team. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So is it individual? Are these is this like a kill team? Yep. They're going in. They don't have their extra. So they they technically don't have their extra. They can use their army, but they can't use their army to attack Cassie. Okay. 
So, like, for example, if you wanted to, like, use the army to distract, you could. That could be part of the tactic. That's very. That would be a great villain tactic. We are going to draft Thanos first. Yep, that's what I figured. It was either Thanos or Ultron for the Material Realm, and so I was like, okay, so we got a Material Realm battle going yeah. on here. I, th- those are my big ones for that. Ultron's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's also got an army, mm-hmm. and he can infect stuff, but I think Thanos is, just has this big world-ending army. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to draft Thanos. Thanos has multiple is, armies, if you think about yeah. it. He does not have the Black Order in this one, though. No. So Thanos's army will be distracting. He will be. They will be fighting all the police and emergency services and militaries and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And probably, I would assume, would be able to take. Who'd you say Shang was in San Francisco? Yeah, Shang Chi would show up. Like, yeah. So I mean, within a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think you know he's a good. I don't. I guess I didn't watch the films, but I don't know if he's whole army worth of beating people up uh, no he maybe has well he uh, he has the 10 rings now in this scenario so he could probably hold off a hundred of them okay but he ain't i don't think he holding off thanos yeah you know and then plus thanos technically has his like lieutenants and stuff like mm. that so Ooh, so i'm having a hard time with number two i'm going back and forth between two of them Kang or Scarlet Witch? Because, like, Wanda can literally just change reality. And Kang is... has the ability to go through time. But he also, in the movie, had a chance to kill and did not. Even though he would... he massacred, like, tens of hundreds of people. But then when the villains show up, he just magically didn't have that power. Love... you gotta love the writing. Oh, and he also got his ass kicked. I'm a big Scarlet Witch then. I think, she, yeah. I think she just pulls um. Her flexibility is scary. Yeah. She can attack it in multiple different ways, and I feel like with her, you can add a bunch of different villains to the team, and she can make them work. Mm-hmm. Ernie, you're up with two picks. A number one pick. I'm gonna go with Hella. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I love Hella. She's probably actually my favorite villain. Um, she could probably take do all the groundwork by herself. Take mm-hmm. anyone on the ground level and just do all herself. She could probably take out at least 100, 200 people by herself. I mean, she just raised an army of the dead. Yep, she got an army of the dead. So and everyone gas wolf. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. And big ass wolf, and the fact that she has spikes in general. Mm-hmm. However, she's not in Asgard, though. That's true. She's not as powerful. Uh, she's still pretty powerful, though. I mean, she's she not break- as powerful, but I mean, like, even when she was on Earth, she was still. Yeah, she still kicked Thor and Loki's ass. Mm-hmm. But I think that's more of a fair fight on Earth between her and Thor. But that was still pretty freaking powerful. Mm-hmm. All right, who's your number four? Um, I think I'll do Ultron. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Ultra, yeah, you have a whole army. Mm-hmm. I would have gone Scarlet Witch or Wanda if you didn't pick her. So that, yeah. But, that was, that was I'm, well, I'm happy with who you pick, so I'm going to pick Kang. Yeah, you got Kang, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I was, you know, arguing between the two. I'm like, okay, well, if Ernie's not going to take him, I guess I'll take him. Mm-hmm. Kang is arguably, I actually have him number one on my draft board. 
Because he is technically more powerful than Thanos. Technically, yeah. I mean, he didn't make a whole TVA where they're like, hey, look at all these Infinity Stones that we have in our drawer that they're useless. Mm-hmm. It's like a you know tongue-in-cheek, like, hey, look at all the powerful thing everybody wanted, but it's useless here. Mm-hmm. But that is Kang for you, Master of Time. Mm-hmm. Tom, you were up. All right, so... I got my physical realm taken care of. I need some mystic arts up in here mm-hmm. because I feel like if I don't draft somebody from there, you're going to be losing out on that aspect. And I feel like, you know, strange and there's a lot of mm-hmm. mystic arts nonsense that can be going on here in order to kill Cassie. I feel like I know who you're going to pick. So you took Scarlet Witch, which would be obviously number one. Yep. Um, but I am going with Baron Mordo. I don't think Baron Mortal works. Why? He's in he's in the MCU. He okay, so I did say Carl Mortal. So this is why um Baron Mordo is that weird one where I want to include him, but with the rules that we have, he is never a villain on screen. Okay. Fine. I will say this is who I thought you were gonna pick, Dormammu. I don't know him. Dormammu, uh, first Doctor Strange film, he is like the biggest of big bads of mystical arts mm. for villains. Baron Mordo, um, Cassilius was the villain in the first Doctor Strange film. He basically took over the Baron Mordo um, role. Because in, I think there's an anime movie where it, it's a very similar plot. He is the assistant who gets Dormammu in the world. Mm. But in this, in MCU, he doesn't. Okay. But Cassilius and Dormammu are both on the board. Okay. Then, yeah, if, if Baron's not on there, I put Cassilius because he was his protege. Yes. So then Cassilius. Okay, Cassilius. I don't mean to take him off. Was, this is where we get, like, semantics. See, but, like, I looked him up, and he, like, they showed pictures of him, like, he of is, the actor and everything like is, that. He should have been the villain in the, the last one. He just never played the villain role. And this is where, like, semantics get into it. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I had my back up then. All right. What's your next one? Yeah, oh, do first... I pick two now? Yep. That's how a snake draft works. Okay, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, what do I want next? I mean, we got some gods up in the Avengers. <clears throat> um, so we need something to be able to kill gods. Yep. I'm taking gore. Ah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Good one. I have 10. That was Gore's good because I'm just I was thinking I was like I got I got the some like my, my big two areas covered for defenses for that and so I was like I need something that can kill unkillable things. He all I would say he gets the necro sword in this too. Yeah, because he, he has the necro sword makes him the villain exactly. So that it, yeah, this is where it gets the rules get weird here. And plus, in Love and Thunder, he had the necro sword at the beginning of the yep. film. So. Going by those rules, Gore is. Ah, oh, they wasted him as a villain. We'll we'll get into this. Christian Bale was great. As he, he, was, was, he was. He was great. Gore's a great villain. They sh- they underutilized him in that very film. much, very much. We'll he he's on a list. All right, I'm up. Hmm. So my draft board says Dormammu, but I have Scarlet Witch. Wait, no, wait, no. My draft board actually has something else. I'm doing Eric Killmonger. Mm-hmm. And here's why. 
he's arguably probably the greatest mercenary villain that they have outside of maybe Winter Soldier. Mm. I, have a di- I have a different mercenary soldier on my list. I'm curious to hear it. Save it, though. <laughs> but I think Eric Killmonger, because he just gets shit done. Like, I know What If doesn't count, but in What If, when they take down Ultron, he takes over. He be, essentially becomes like the most powerful being in the universe. And I don't know. Killmonger, I'm like, if I want to kill somebody, I'm hiring Eric Killmonger. Because he's going he's gonna to get it done. Mm-hmm. And also, I, Scarlet Witch, Kang, they're going to hold off everybody. Like, those two teaming up. They're gonna hold up the Avengers. I want that person that's gonna like make the kill right away. Like he he's like the um, the X factor, the sleeper you don't think about, the one that you don't worry about, but he's gonna get the job done. But he's just a human, right? Yeah, yeah. He is just a human. So are we okay? So is this Killmonger with Black Panther powers? Ooh, no. No, because technically no. he doesn't have it at the start of the film. No, good. I didn't even think about that. No, he would not. I'm taking regular old human Eric Killmonger here. Okay, yeah. Solid it, soldier, mm-hmm. mercenary. I think he would honestly kick uh, Ant-Man and Wasp ass in action. Probably. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he would figure it out. And he could solo um, any of the other human Avengers. So, like, he could solo Scar, or he could solo Black Widow, he could solo Hawkeye. Yes, I really. I wish I was able to see that matchup because that would be fun. But yes, yes. Okay, Ernie, you're up. You have two. Oh man, a lot of my people just got picked. I kind of freestyle this one. Okay, um, I'll go Doc Ock. Okay. Um, I think he this would... one it works too. Yeah. I was like, expecting Spider-Man questions. Mm-hmm. They are villains in the universe, so they, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Doc Ogg. He took my Killmonger. He took my <laughs> Gore. So, I'll go. I'll take Loki. We, we said Loki's good? Mm-hmm. I'll take Loki. Loki, all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, who do I want as my fourth? I got some powerhouses. Like, Kang is going to keep things... Kang and Witch are going to keep things occupied. He's Killmonger is my kill shot. Hmm. Hmm. I'm debating between a couple of them. I think I'm going to do Abomination. Ah, mm. oh, you fucker. Because I don't have... I, I don't have power yet. And if I can just bring Abomination in San Francisco, that's going to keep things occupied. Tom, mm. so, last two picks. You took you took my Hulk counter. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I need it. There needs to be an evil Hulk version. I was like, yep, Abomination's. Oh, and Red, Red Hulk's not technically available. True. Not on there. Wait. I don't think Hulkling works either. Did you watch email or Shemail? She Hulk? No. They like they reference him. He shows up, but then they um they like retract it. I'm like, wait, how's that work? Mm. There is there is a couple villains on here that fit that role pretty pretty well. 
Okay, okay. Not on ones that are. You can only pick from the ones that are on our draft board, right? You can pick whatever villain that works that's in the MCU. Hmm. If it's not on your draft board, that's one. I guess I didn't really know any like other really big punchy villains. Uh, do you want some help? Sure. Okay. Because um, I kind of just wrote them all down. Punchy villain. The one that I would say is, you, I don't even know if Ernie would have him on his board. Curse. From Thor Dark World, mm-hmm. who kicked Thor's ass. Mm-hmm. He'd be a pretty good one. Um, Cult Obsidian from the Black Order. Okay. He's the big dude from Infinity War. Also would be pretty good on that list. You also have Thanos, too, who without... Like, he's much more than a Hulk, but he's almost more Hulkier. And yeah, so I'm actually covered with that you, already, because I have be Thanos covered. already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you have Gore too, who is just Alright, since you took away my genetic manipulation of having Hulk Super Soldier, let's Uh go with the next best thing that probably has not equivalents, but things that can match the brawn because of genetic engineering we're going with the high evolutionary okay nice i was wondering i i don't know if i was gonna pick him he's on my draft board but i was hoping he would be uh, get picked high evolutionary nice all right and your last pick just because rule of cool and i fucking love this guy and i want my mercenary that can go off people mm-hmm. uh crossbones Ooh, cross! I didn't even have him on my list because nice. he's got heavy armor, that fucking mm-hmm. cool like skull mask, yeah. and a pneumatic fucking power fist, mm-hmm. plus lots of guns. He technically kills Captain America in um, the comics. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. See, and he's like kind of like a main Captain American villain, so like somebody that can hold up to Captain America. Yeah, and take yeah. Okay, because uh, also rule of cool because you mm-hmm. know he's just really cool. In the what is it, Winter Soldier that he's in? Um, Winter Soldier in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's I have Scarlet Witch, who can probably distract the Avengers for a while. She could also, I mean, she also just straight up murdered the um, in Doctor Strange the sequel. I'm blanking on the order that. Uh, oh yeah help me Ernie I can't uh, think of it I'm trying um oh my god that's gonna bother me <laughs> it's bothering the crap out of me cause I can't um it's like the secret society but I forget the actual name of uh, it oh yeah I can't think of it I can't think wow alright we are failing here at Don't Evolve Me <laughs> but alright so I have Scarlet Witch who is who her and with like her and Kang like they could just be their own team like they're that great. Eric Killmonger's a great shot. Abomination is just another physical distraction. I'm trying to figure out what I need here because I can go with um, crowd control, but I have that with Scarlet Witch. I have that with Kang, and then I have the big beef dude with Abomination. So I'm trying to think what I need, and it's tough with the last one. And I'm going through a bunch of different names. I'm thinking one on my list is Ebony Maw. Which is, I think is very un- underrated. He's kind of a sorcerer of his own right because he can just manipulate matter. 
in a matter of speaking. Electro is another one, especially depending on the type of electro. If you can like go through wave currents, mm-hmm. quick, easy kill. But I'm trying to think too, this is Cassie Lang's stature, someone small. So we need someone who can deal with that. You know what? No, I'm going with that BDMR. I think that works really well. Because if she escapes, I feel like he can manipulate matter in a way that would capture her. If she goes small, he'll just take the earth below and capture. Mm-hmm. And probably crush. So I'm going to go with BDMR. I think his versatility works well. And could crowd control the Avengers if need be. Ernie, last pick. I like that Ebony Maw pick. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm blanking on his name. Um, from the first Guardians. Ronan? Ronan, that's it. Ooh, Ronan's really good, too. I like Ronan. I'm going to take Ronan. He was also on my draft board. Ronan also has the powers? No, he does not have the powers. So no, he does not, not to start. But still super powerful. Rona would be tough. The only downside is Captain Marvel shows up. She's fucking everybody up. That's true. <laughs> she she is a part of it. All right, so let's talk about through our teams a little bit. How are you guys feeling? Are you guys killing Cassie Lang? Oh, I think so. I, think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Tom's team. This is who is uh, going after Cassie. We have Thanos. Yep. Um, which just if you have Thanos coming after you, you yeah. you're probably dead. You have a whole army going after you. Thanos is just, in general, tough to s- stop. Then you have Cassilius, which you're going to use dark magic, portal, like, he can portal in immediately. And, well, then you got to remember the synergy, too, so he can portal in Thanos directly into Cassie's room. On top of Gore, on top of High, Evolu- High yep. Evolutionary, on top of Crossbones. High Evolutionary has a army, an army full of, like, genetics. Um, he could probably make miniature things to kill Cassie. Mm-hmm. Gore is just tough in general. Because he's taking out the gods. Yeah. He's got that sword that can kill anybody. And I feel like he just doesn't care who he kills. He like captured children mm-hmm. and was ready to kill them. He's um, like Ernie. He just wants to kill children. <laughs> Jokingly. Jokingly, of course. Joking. <laughs> Oh, man. Please don't tell everybody what your profession is. Ah. <laughs> uh, Crossbones, mercenary. He's the, the underrated one. Mm-hmm. Ernie, talk about your team. How are you feeling? I feel good. Uh, I think they'll get the job done, but not necessarily how I wanted it to. But I think they'll still get her. I mean, you got some powerhouses. I mean, Ultron in general. Oh, pretty much, yeah. She could, uh, he could probably get it herself if he wanted to. Hella, I mean, Doc Ock's a pretty physical, and he's smart. You have essentially the leader of the Sinister Stick Six to mm-hmm. kind of help. Him and Ultron are, and Lo- actually the whole group is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, teamwork is going to be really, really important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine. But they could get it together. Networks. I think they'd be all right. Uh, Loki, and Ro- Loki, I feel like, might dip if need be. Mm-hmm. And Ronan's also a powerhouse. I got a question for both of y'all. Yeah. Who would you feel would be the leader of your team on each one? Oh. For you, I feel like it'd be Thanos. Yeah, it'd be Thanos. Yeah, Thanos be it has to be. Yeah. Mine's Kang. Or, yeah, I think it's Kang. Killmonger is also a really good one, too. Mm. But I think Kang just fits the leader role. Right. For my team, I'm, pre- I'm feeling pretty good because Scarlet Witch just 
her in general, she doesn't have the dark hold, so she doesn't necessarily have an army. But her just reality matter, like manipulation in general, is like she could just make a reality where like everybody thinks a certain way, and then she just kills mm-hmm. Cassie just right there. Kang is just tough. He's arguably the most powerful being on this list. Mm-hmm. Eric Killmonger is arguably the best killer on of all of Marvel. Which I think is going to be, which, which is a cool subject of who's the best like mercenary. Who like if you had to ha- send someone to kill, who would you send? I think he might top that list, even with him just being a basic human. Abomination is just he's good um, distraction, and Ebony Ma has the matter manipulation that might be able to help on top of Scarlet Witch. Like having to deal with both those on the same team. But I think, yeah, King's the leader, if not Eric Killmonger. Either or would be great. Okay. All right, we'll have to put a poll out and see who wins. Goal, kill Cassie Lang. These are our teams. <laughs> who is most likely to have a victory? You should also say, like, who would think would be quickest and most violent? Yeah, like, the winner would be the quickest most violent. <laughs> I was thinking quickest death. You're like, most violence. <laughs> who would have the most torture? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, poor Cassie. This is just that's easy. That's an easy goal. Poor Cassie. <laughs> Honestly, like it's we're just, going for a quick death. You're going for fucking torture. I mean, if if we're saying like you know, we got one reinforcement within ten minutes, right? Yeah. Literally, it's just going to be, um, Cassilius is just going to open a portal into Cassie Lang's room, and Thanos and Gore just jump out and go. Whoosh! Yeah. <laughs> but, this, I mean, I feel like there has to be the counter of it is uh, MCU rules. So, plot armor. Oh, that's... that's yeah, then yeah. No, one, no one wins. Yeah, then then, yeah, then she, she lives. Should, she should arguably have been dead in the last film. Shit, honestly, I mean... Most of them should be dead. Honestly, like, one, one of our mercenary villains alone could be enough to kill Cassie Lang. Yeah. Okay. Does she have the Ant Man suit now or something? Yeah. She. Okay. She. Uh. She can shrink. She has base. I think she also has. Uh, she doesn't have the power of Wasp, right? It's just Ant Man powers. Okay. I think in the comics she might also be like a mixture of both of them. But yeah, she is basically just Ant Man. See, we're also gonna wait till she's on the shitter, <laughs> and then there's just a portal and the bathroom opens and wink done. Yep. Oh. Uh, I mean, as Bowles as another one, if uh, he was technically part of the MCU, he he would have been on my list. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, does Netflix count? Because they do talk about like the Battle of New York. Yeah. But it's not technically part of the MCU. I'm just disappointed that we couldn't do any Deadpool. Oh, you wanted Cable for I Deadpool? wanted Cable. Yeah, I wanted Cable as my mercenary. Yeah, that one's tough because like... If if we were to include Deadpool because he's coming into the MCU, we would have to include X Men. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else we have to include. We have to include all the Spider Man villains too that don't appear in the MCU. Wasn't there something in Deadpool too that linked them to the MCU? Yeah, uh, he goes back in time. He gets uh, Cable's time travel device, and he's able to like go it back in time and stuff. And he ended up killing himself. Oh yeah, uh, he ended up killing Ryan. 
killed Ryan Reynolds when yeah. he read the Green Lantern skit. And he killed uh, his bad Deadpool self. And he's like, hi. <laughs> Until, like, Wolverine. Yeah. So we, we'll redo this when we have uh, more villains to do it. So this is fun. And we'll do a different scenario, too. All right, you guys ready to talk villains? Okay. Give you your list. Should we, uh, how should we do it? Should we do top five villains, top favorites, or should we just talk about villains like, that we enjoyed? Do a little bit of both. All right. Huh? All right. Before we do that, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be back. Back, talk villains. And we're just going to talk about some of our favorite villains. And so I, I made a bunch of lists of the best villains I think are in the MCU. Some of my favorite villains. Some of my favorite like, worst villains. And that list is big. And villains I want to see, which is... I think I got to 18. And villains I just want to redo in, in general. But I think we should just talk some of our favorite ones that we like. Who wants to start? I'll start. All right, Ernie. All right. So, I think my number one. I think I said it earlier too. I think my number one favorite is Hella. I just love, yeah. I just love her conviction and I just love her violence. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy Hella. I wish. I feel like Ragnarok doesn't set up Hella well enough. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some villains on here. Where I'm like, they're great. They just need better setup. Mm-hmm. And Hella. I think Hela is just in a movie that's just really, really busy, so she doesn't get a whole lot of time. That's true. But when she does have time... It's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett plays her, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her army, the look, um, the, wolf. the wolf. Like, I just want to know more about it. Right? I love her. Do you think she's dead? No. You don't think Hela's... I mean, I feel like they could write her back he pretty easily. I don't think she's dead. It's hard to kill her. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, Loki fell off the waterfall and somehow survived. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm assuming she's still alive. Mm-hmm. Also, we never said Surtur as a villain for our draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ragnarok fire dude. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Surtur would just destroy Earth. I mean, it'd kill Cassie in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Goal achieved. Yeah. But I think his only, like... His only goal is, like, to make Ragnarok happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that is his whole purpose, and he's already had his purpose. So I'm curious what Surtur's, like, new goal would be. It's true. That was a good one, though. She's up there. I just wish there was more time. Mm-hmm. Which come back. You never know. Yeah. Um, Two, I'll go Thanos. Oh, it's Thanos. Thanos, yeah. Thanos is, the like, the only villain or... One of, like, the few villains where a movie was like, you know what, we're just going to put our whole focus into a, the villain. Like, mm-hmm. Thanos is arguably the protagonist for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about his story, his arc, and everybody else revolves around that, and it's amazing. It you know, there's only a few other movies that do that, one of them being the uh, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bell's Batman doesn't really have an arc, mm-hmm. whereas... Joker kind of does. Like, the movie's all about the Joker. 
It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Infinity War is one of the greatest movie or superhero movies of all time. Yeah. The only other one I can think of is Shang Chi, Mandarin. Uh, yeah. Tom, the filthy casual, which I actually really like the more casual approach to this because Marvel MCU in general is more geared towards these fans. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite villains in the MCU, and it's not so much of the villain himself, it's because of the actor that portrays mm-hmm. set villain, um, is Red Skull. Oh, okay. Because I fucking love Hugo Weaving. Yeah. He is like the perfect bad guy actor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Agent Smith. Yeah, I was just thinking Agent Smith. You know, there and then there's like a ton of other things that he's just, he plays like ridiculously good bad guys. And, yeah. And he just takes that that charm, that villain mm-hmm. charm that he has, and yeah, just makes it. Um, other just like favorite ones, I do like Hela too. I like Thor's my favorite, so I think I like all the Asgardian villains mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, I like the story of Gore yeah. a lot, and I, I do like Christian Bale's portrayal of him. Mm-hmm. I just wish he had more. He was very underutilized. Yes. So, but like, yeah, just this like dude that finds his like god killing sword and just mm-hmm. goes on a spree of murder, and arguably so. Like, I, I don't think anyone blames him for it mm-hmm. through like his experience. Yeah, because the gods basically abandoned him and let his daughter die. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's like the gods aren't there for the people. It's like the people above you or like the beings above you. You know, they're told that, hey, if you worship them, if you praise them, they'll, they'll have your back. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, that's not the case. He just laughed. The God, I forget which God it was, just laughed at him. And he got the weapon to kill them all. I wish they would have went more dark into it and showed us more of him just slaughtering gods. Like, if he showed up on the, like, the Olympic plane where all the gods are and just started murdering all of them. Like, that would have been just, like, damn. But they kind of made him more of, a like, a silly, stupid villain almost. Yeah, it was, it like, was kind of kind of sad. I'm just going to kidnap children. It's like, why? They're all gods. Murder them. Mm-hmm. You know, Ernie would love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, go Anakin Skywalker on it. <laughs> but no, he's like, I'm going to tell you a dark story. Yeah, Gore's a good one. So here's my list. Um, I have Vulture on there as number one. Kind of similar to you, where it's not so much the villain, it's just the actor. Michael Keaton mm-hmm. was amazing. I do not like Vulture as a villain in the comics. Or in really any of the stories. It's like, hey, this old rich dude decided to get a wingsuit and now he's a villain. It's like, cool. What like where where's the appeal? The way they wrote the vulture in this story is very appealing. Just the idea of like an everyday man just trying to get by and he made a living off of stealing things and he's just a smaller villain. And like he's he's doing it he's like Last of Us, like Joel. He protects his own. He's doing it for his own. And so he's not necessarily an evil or a bad guy. He has his own morals. But at the same time, like, he will go to certain lengths. He will kill Peter Parker. He will kill Spider-Man if he has to. And I just like villains that have a sense of, like, a moral code to them. And also Michael Keaton just portrayed him amazingly. 
Yeah. Um, so the Daredevil is part of MCU, right? Um, he is in the MCU. Technically, Kingpin's a part of it. I was going to say, Vincent, was Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. It's Kingpin, another one of those where, like, he just made mm-hmm. made that character. I kind of want to do a Netflix, like, show because, or, like, episode based on, like, the Daredevil, because that show's amazing. What was the dude? I think he, he passed away now. Um... Ray Stevenson? No, he okay. played uh, he played Kingpin in the Ben Affleck one. Oh, yep, yep, yep. What's his name? Um, he was in the Green Mile. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He's got that like ridiculously deep voice. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. I actually didn't mind him as Kingpin either. He played a pretty good Kingpin. Yeah, but that movie was kind of trash. Yeah, that's kind of trash. But he played a good Kingpin, mm-hmm. a believable one. Kingpin's just. I, I really like Kingpin as a villain, and I'm happy they got Vincent D'Onofrio at like coming back. He was in Hawkeye. He wasn't that great in Hawkeye, though. It wasn't on him. They played him off as more cartoony, and he like got shot at the end and you know supposedly killed. It's like that's no. He's Kingpin. Like respect the man. Like mm-hmm. he is like the villain of New York. He is the mafia boss. Others that I have on this list: Killmonger. I think. His story is great. Michael B. Jordan just portrays him. Yeah, wonderfully. he does a good job. I fucking love Michael B. Jordan. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> that, just Did you like, know that was improv? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I. Um, when we talk about man crushes, Michael B. Jordan, I forget about. I don't know mm-hmm. if I mentioned him, but he's on that list. Like anything he's in, I'm like, I, I want to watch. Creed, never watched Rocky. I'll watch Creed because he is in it. They're really good. Yeah. I haven't watched Creed 2 or 3, but I want to still yeah uh, they're both good my first experience of michael b jordan is chronicles and he uh he was one of the three people who got like psychic powers but he like was the film uh dan dan uh, i forget what dan O'Han. he plays goblin in amazing spider-man 2 he was uh in it and then a couple other ones i listed thanos as one of my favorites just because they put time on mysterio is always one of my favorite spider-man villains jake joan hall was great as him um I wish there was a little bit more, but I think for the most part, it was everything I wanted out of Mysterio. And Mandarin. I just watched Shang-Chi again because I wanted to do a TikTok video. I'm like, I want to do a little more accurate. I want to have a little more knowledge in my head before talking about it. Mm-hmm. I forget how much I just love that movie for the fact that like they just build the Mandarin up really, really well. Is that the same Mandarin from Iron Man? Mm, yes and no. So, no, because the Mandarin in Iron Man was Aldrich Killian. Um, but he basically used the Mandarin's army and made another division, and but just pretended to be that um, evil company. What's cool about the Mandarin and Shang-Chi, though, is that he is an evil man who met a woman and turned good. But then she died. And so the dark... Uh, the the Dweller in the Darkness is a, he's a Doctor Strange villain in the comics. He's talking to Mandarin. and so, But he's pretending to be his wife. So Mandarin starts up doing evil things again. Because all he wants is his wife back. And I just love that dynamic. He was evil. He turned good. 
He loses his wife. He wants his wife back, so he turns back to evil to get back his wife who turned him good. And at the end of the story, he still cares about his kids, and he sacrifices himself to save his kid, Shang-Chi. And I'm like, I just fucking love that dynamic. He's not necessarily evil. He's selfish. But, like, I don't know. It was a cool dynamic. So he's up there. Um, honorable mentions. Right? Actually, honorable mentions for top five. Who would you say, like, instead of favorites, who's, like, the best villains? Um... And I know there might not be a, like variation. Right, so ask that one more time. Who's like so? We were talking about favorites. Who's like the best villains? Like if you had to rank best villains in the MCU. Okay, I would go Thanos. Yep. Ultron. Okay. Kang. Yep. Gore. Okay. And then my last one, I just like him because it's fun. Zemo. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Tom. Are we talking best, like, most powerful? Uh, like, best as in, like, just best villains. Best been portrayed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thanos, obviously, is yep. still number one, because... He's number one on my list, too. Yeah. Um, hmm. Most interesting, I should say. Like, like the villain that you just loved watching. Okay. Okay. Uh, I liked Hela. Loki mm-hmm. was always fun. Yep. Um... His just because his transformation from you know kind of bad guy to still bad guy but good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Thanos, Hela, Loki. Um. Yeah, that's about all I can come up with right now. Okay. I think. Here's my list for top five. Number one, I have is Thanos. Obviously, he might be one of the best villains of all superheroes outside of maybe Joker mm-hmm. and Dark Knight. Number two is Killmonger for me. Michael B. Jordan's swag in the role is just great. And arguably, it's like, you know what? He transformed Black Panther. Great villains transforms their heroes. But they do. I really like villains who are like, they have a righteous cause. You like I agree with them, but they just have more extreme measures. And they teach the hero a lesson. Like, it's great writing. Vulture's number three. Loki's number four for me. And five, I was debating who I wanted to put in. But I think I put Mandarin for Shang-Chi. I just think he's really well written. Honorable mention, Ultron. He gets a lot of hate. And I think it's because he didn't get set up properly. Because Ultron is just a reflection of Tony Stark. And I wish they would have made it more on the nose that he is Tony Stark. Because people keep expecting, like this very blank Ultron, but we get this very, like, charismatic, cartoony villain, Mm -hmm. which Tony Stark would be if he was a villain. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a great concept. If only they would just tell people that's what they were going for. That's why sometimes you have to be a little bit on the nose when you're writing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you have to, like, lead your audience to what they should expect. Mm -hmm. But with that in mind, he's up there in honorable mention. Um. Wow, I wrote O B G L I N, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I meant there. Um, Green Goblin, I think that's what I might be going for, is an honorable mention because he's great in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of cheat though too, because like he has a whole other movie that he's part of, but it's not MCU, so mm-hmm. it's hard to rank him that way. 
Mysterio, just up there. Zemo. I put Prowler because I like Donald or Donald Glover. I mean, he's not really a villain, but I'll put him. He's an honorable mention. He shows up in Across the Spider Verse in like a Prowler uniform, and I was just geeking out. Here's one that no one listed, but they listed his variant. He who remains. Uh, he was in the Loki show. Kang. Okay. A variant of Kang. Mm-hmm. His his performance was just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's switch it up. Who's the worst villains in the MCU? Iron Man Mandarin. Aldrich Killian? Mm, I am the Mandarin. Yeah. It's like, no, you're man. Nah, you're like, you're Aldrich Killian. Yeah. But if we're talking about the actor that portrayed the fake Mandarin, that guy was great. <laughs> ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Trevor, just like, yeah. just some drunk that like yeah. he's like, here, put on a turban and you know, be a terrorist <laughs> for me or whatever. He's, here's, he's, here's he's just like slamming Budweisers. <laughs> I'm just like, here's like two this girls guy. on this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this guy's great. And he's in Shang Chi too, and he like has a little like butt buddy. And I say butt buddy because it's like a dog, but like instead of having a face and a butt, he has two butts. <laughs> it's like weirdly cute. Weird. And that's uh, he, only he, he understands it, and he helps them get to where they need to go. Is uh, Ben Kingsley play the Mandarin mm-hmm. in Shang Chi? Nice. Uh, he doesn't play the Mandarin. He plays Trevor. Oh, okay. The Trevor. fake. Yeah. The, the fake the, Mandarin. The fake Mandarin. Um, I actually really like Aldrich Killian. I just hate how they set him up. I think he's a good villain. I think he's a good um, power dynamic because he's not like another Iron Man clone. He's a villain who actually exploits the weakness of the suits, which is like if you can melt the suit, the person dies inside. It's probably die. So I have I have a list of like seven. Um, I'm gonna go out of order of what I listed. Yellow Jacket. Because he didn't kill Cassie Lang. He had it right there. He just had a boom dead. <laughs> a little joke for Ernie here. <laughs> um, I hate you know, I hate villains who, like, are corrupt. You know, instead of just being evil or, philo- like, they just have philosophical differ- differences. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole idea was, like, he wanted to take the company from Hank and he wanted to use it for evil purposes and, like, you know, share the particles, like, like, that disrupt the power balances of the world. Mm-hmm. But instead of like him doing evil things for selfish reasons, he did evil things because the pin particles made him do it. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate those explanations. Mm-hmm. I don't like Jackal and Hyde villains. Mm-hmm. So you said Doc Ock. I love Doc Ock as a villain, but I don't like him as a Jackal and Hyde villain. Mm-hmm. Because I want villains who do bad things to like actually be the person who do bad things like the lizard for example he's inherently a good person but then he turns into the reptilian persona and he becomes the lizard and he's evil now i don't mind it in a story here and there but i don't like there was a trend where that was a thing especially in the spider-man films green goblin good person takes the serum now he's evil doc ock gets the little implant now he's evil it's like no just I want them to have better philosophical differences, you know, Killmonger, Vulture. You understand why they're evil. No one touched or even talked about this one, but what do you guys think of Obadiah Stane in uh, Iron Man 1? He... I mean, he's evil. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's actually going to be on my list. Probably. He served the purpose. Yeah. He, was, he was an origin film villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was fine. He, if I had to rate him, he's like maybe a three minus two plus area. I can't hate on him, but he's not. He's serviceable as a villain. Oh. Uh, Jeff Bridges is great. Jeff though. Bridges was good. That's mainly what I was getting at. He did a really good job with him. Yeah. Um, my worst villain i don't even know his name who's mr like wing wing foot guy from wakanda forever the aztec Namor? God. yeah you didn't like namor no stupid i didn't like that film in general okay i know that you met yeah i know we talked about it me and ernie liked it and you're just like Egh. yeah no I didn't mind Namor. I feel like the philosophy differences, I like what they were going for, but it didn't make sense. Like, why? It's like, I'm going to take on the world, but I'm going to attack Wakanda first. It's kind of like, why? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like a smart play. It also doesn't seem like a smart play to attack them in water. But they did, I don't know. I mean, I, he's a god. I feel like Gore should just be like, hey, here's this guy's number. Uh is he a god? I mean, he's an Aztec god, isn't he? That's the whole point. He's um, he's god-like, I would say. Mm. He's um, prophet-like. Mm. I think he, if you say he's a prophet, that makes more sense. He's technically a mutant. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. He is the second mutant in the MCU now. Miss Marvel's the first one. She's technically a mutant. And in the comics, they killed her off and reborn her as a mutant, too. Which, cool, I guess. In human stories, hard to like sell. I have Whiplash on there. Oh, them fighting words for Ernie. Ernie, do you disagree? Because I think Justin Hammer is ar- arguably a great villain, but I think Whiplash is. I I agree only in, in the fact that I don't think he was portrayed very well. Yeah. Yo, you don't think he's portrayed well? No. I think he. I think he was more powerful than they gave him credit for. But. I mean, I thought I, he was, I can get it. I can get that. I, mean, I thought he was portrayed great. I just thought the they didn't put enough time and like the his, his revenge. He wanted revenge because his dad died and his dad like worked for Stark. It's like okay, give me more. Mm-hmm. Justin Hammer was more of an exciting like you know I'm a competitor. I want to be Tony Stark, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to replace him. So I have a couple other ones on there. Um, the Deviant Crow from Eternals. Uh-huh. Mostly because like they set him up and then he did shit at the end. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like his his whole existence led to nothing. It's not like the movie itself. <laughs> That's the next one I have to make a TikTok video for, and I'm just like, ah. Um, Malekith is another one because mm-hmm. he's played so dryly. Mm-hmm. Do you and, feel um, <clears throat> do you feel Grandmaster would count as a villain? Grandmaster from Ragnarok. Ooh, yeah. I think he's one of my worst villains. You don't like Grandmaster? Not really. No. Jeff Copeland. I just couldn't get into it. I mean, I oh, mean, I love it. It's okay. It. I mean, but I just, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put him in the villain tier. Like he is a villain. If you guys would have said like, if you would have put him in, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he counts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought he was great for what his role was. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Malekith, because like in the comics, he's so charismatic. Mm-hmm. He's more joyful. In this one, he's just like, I want, to, I want everything to be dark. <laughs> so we're going to make it dark now. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
What? Okay. Um, I'm going to say one more, and then I'm going to take a quick break because coffee's getting to me. Taskmaster. Black Widow. Taskmaster is kind of like Deadpool, but in the aspect of, like, he mimics everybody's abilities. Mm -hmm. So he's just a very pleasing villain because he's, like, Captain, like, in this movie, he was Captain America. He was Hawkeye. He portrayed all these different powers. But he brags about it in the comics. He brags about it in the video games. He's like, I am more powerful. You can't beat me. I know all your moves. He's cocky. And Black Widow, I don't care that they made Taskmaster a female. What I hated, though, was that they made her like essentially like a mute. Mm-hmm. And more like she just didn't speak. She could speak, but she didn't. She was very like just an ominous figure like Winter Soldier, which is fine. Winter Soldier, that's that's who Winter Soldier is. But I'm like, that's not who Taskmaster is. Taskmaster is bragging. He's being cocky. And if it, if it's a she, works perfectly great. But just a mindless villain coming after you, not exciting. It's really sad. I think one of the most wasted talents for a MCU villain yep. that they should have done so much more is they wasted uh mads michelson oh as casilius so much like mads is such a good actor i agree let's get back to it i gotta take a quick break and we'll we'll talk about Mad michelson because i have lots on that as well he's a great actor we back again Matt Mickelson, Casilius. Yeah. I agree. Because Matt, when I heard Matt Mickelson was going to be in Doctor Strange, I was excited. I was thought he was going to play Baron Mordo. Yeah, that's what everyone said he should have played. He fits that role perfectly. And I don't I don't know the actor who plays Carl uh, Mordo. I think he plays great. And if they would have took the time to make him a villain, he would have been great in that role. But Matt Mickelson deserves to be, like, a great villain in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hate like when actors play like certain characters. I'm like, no, you should be like a bigger character than what you are because like you have so much talent. Yeah, he should have been a main villain. He should have been. Like Not- even if he was Dormammu. Even though uh, Benedict Cumberbatch also played Dormammu technically. Who would who would Matt Mickelson would be a good villain to play? He would make a good gore. Also, he would make a very creepy gore. He would make just his like voice and like his like that wicked like natural scar that he has on his face. Dude looks like he's seen some shit. I'm trying to look at the list of like I'm gonna look at the villains that like Doctor Doom. I think he would have been a good Doctor Doom. Um, Green Goblin. Yeah, I could pull that off. I don't know if he's the best choice. But I'm like, he would work. Galactus, maybe. I'm going through the list. Um, I don't know. Dracula. With the Blade movie. Oh, I don't know. Cassilius, when I heard he was playing Cassilius, and I'm like, oh, who's that? Why is he playing him? He was good. He was, he was fine in the role, mm-hmm. but... 
He like that character didn't need a whole lot of like nuance. And Matt Mickelson's great with the nuance. So Yeah, he needs to be like he needs to be the main villain. He needs to be like he was in Casino Royale. He's yeah. the main he's the main Bond villain. He's he's, he's so good in, uh he's so good in Casino, Casino Royale. Royale. Yeah. I really want to do a, at one point a state of review for James Bond films, but that's going to take like a oh, year. Wow. It's like what 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Like they even do Daniel Craig. I have to do two parts for that one. Mm-hmm. I thought of, I wanted to do a, like a marathon of it, and I made it like four or five movies in. Yeah, couldn't could not do it. There's really, a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Like watching Doctor No, it's hard. Some of the older ones are pretty hard cheese. <laughs> so bad and then I'm like I'll just watch Austin Towers because they just went hard into the cheese it's essentially this this is essentially <laughs> Doctor No yeah alright so who other who who else fits that role of like great actor small villain should have played a bigger part I'm gonna go back to my list I mean Gore is up there Christian Bale yeah, he was definitely underutilized. Because mm-hmm. Christian Bale is a good actor. Ooh, another list. We technically mentioned him. Mal- or, uh, not Malekith. Um, Modoc. And oh, Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. Modoc is such an interesting character. And I don't hate his portrayal in Ant Man. It just was made to be like a joke. And I'm like, it should have been more serious. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to go through the list of like villains that just disappointed. Zemo I should have got a little more screen time as a physical threat, but seeing him in Winter Soldier See, was great. I, I loved him in it because like he was just like just working behind the scenes. Like, yeah, he was, he was just plotting the, the whole puppet movie. master. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm like trying to go through all the villains. Uh, like, Hugo Weaving was underutilized. Yeah, but he also hated that. He he didn't he did not enjoy his role. Oh okay. Which is why Red Skull didn't come back. Yeah. Um, he, well Red Skull did come back, but like, uh, I forget, Aaron Ross I believe is the actor who replaced Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving wasn't coming back. He didn't uh, wasn't all fine with the red prosthetics. All no, over his not face. at all. <laughs> and also, I think he just hated working on with Marvel and stuff, yeah. which was sad because I'm like he was so good in his role. I think Aaron Ross did a good job replacing him, but Red, Red Skull would be cool to go back. Maybe maybe that's the question we need to ask. What villains do you want to see like redo? Either redo or come back. Mm. I do have a list of that as well. So I'll let you guys think, but I'll talk. I'll go through my list, my list a little bit. Taskmaster needs to be redone. Even like even if it's a completely new version or like the actress who plays like if she comes back, but just in more classic Taskmaster fashion, Modok for sure. Malekith would be a great villain if he was done properly. I want to see Justin Hammer again. <laughs> you love using Justin Hammer. He's so Sam, was it Sam Worthington who yeah. plays him? Mm-hmm. Was great. I'm he like was. he's a great he villain. Is. He is. He's very. Good. I'm trying to think who else that need to be redone or just given another chance given another chance redone given another chance we would like to see again gore 
score would be a good one. Or Christian Bale score. I'd love to see more Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do that, Stan. With, like, you know, not so much just origin movie villain, generic mm-hmm. baddie. Agreed. Hella. Hell, we need more Hella. Yeah. Hella. Ultron. Yeah. I, I like Ultron. Yeah, I would love to see him do it again. I think they did okay with him the first go, but... I mean, Ultron's always a villain just comes back. True. You could never kill Ultron. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to see Ultron again. Whiplash, I would like to just see, like, another version. I forget the actor who plays him. Danny Trejo, I believe. No. Uh, Mickey no. Rourke. Mickey yeah. Rourke, yep. Like, he's a great actor. I want to see him, like, actually be written well into a story like armor wars is coming out with um don chadle and war machine mm-hmm. bring them back and justin hammer would be cool too like but like actually written well even though if they do come back written that in the show it's probably not be written well because that's where my faith is at this point malekith malekith um kingpin ah yeah i mean he is coming back oh um Guy from um, Black Panther, missing the arm. Help claw. Me. Yes, claw. Ooh, yes. We didn't. Ooh, Andy Circus's claw. Mm-hmm. Him getting killed <laughs> was a tragedy because yeah. he was great. Yes, yes. He was a villain that I was excited for. Black Panther. He's like the. He essentially was the main villain. Yeah, he's one of Black in the Panthers. comics. Yeah. He's like the main adversary. So him getting killed off was like yeah, what? Very. But I will say, Killmonger probably just took that role because, goddamn, Michael B. Jordan. All right, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Villains that we are excited to see, and after this, we'll go into creating our own story idea villains. And we don't have much longer because we're gonna keep this under two hours. I am at a max for two. If we want to put this on YouTube, we're at one thirty-eight. I don't even know who they're teasing nowadays. Uh, Kang is like the big one that they're teasing. I'm trying to think, who did they tease? I don't know. It's been a while. It been, I don't know. To be honest with you, who's the next like big universal threat in Marvel after Thanos? We need a we need a Thanos 2.0. Galactus. Galactus, yeah. Yep, Galactus, um, Apocalypse, if we go X Men route, Magneto as well. Dark Avengers, Doctor Doom. So here's here's my list that I have. I have 18, but technically there's some like in different categories. Um, I went, I don't know why, I put Craven number one because he was supposed to be the villain for No Way Home, but then they switched it to be more of a multiverse story. Doctor Doom is like the main villain that I am waiting for. He is arguably the best villain in the MCU because he he's like not evil, but he will do evil things. He is wants to be in control. He wants to have power. He can hit you with technology, but he's also a sorcerer at the same time. Mm-hmm. In the comics, he does take over for Iron Man when Iron Man dies in the comics, and he becomes the next Iron Man because. This is after the point where he was already a god and took over the world and was, like, the ruler of, like, the universe. And he was like, I'm at a point where I've done everything. Now I'm going to be a good guy. Like, that's... Doom is just interesting where he's more like he's fulfilling a self-fulfilling purpose. Mm -hmm. 
and he works for every like he's a fantastic four villain but he's a villain for everybody he's a villain for spider-man even mm-hmm. i have venom on there who technically is in the mcu mm-hmm. he's just not a villain so if this was a hero one and tom you're just like i'm gonna put venom on here it technically works mm-hmm. it's exciting though so yeah when we do our heroes draft whenever that is Maybe the goal is to protect Cassie Lane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that should be fun, too. Yeah. Venom will be there. Um, all the all the villains that are in No Way Home. So, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, Sandman, the MCU versions of them. I have on that list. Galactus, Mephisto. Because he was uh, rumored to be in WandaVision and all these different things. It's Mephisto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like the, for the longest time. It's like watching WandaVision and all the conspiracy channels. Mephisto was in there. Just Satan? Yeah, basically. He's MCU Satan. Um, Nightmare, because he was supposed to be in The Last Doctor Strange. Mordo, coming back to be an actual villain. But apparently he was a villain off screen. Mangog for Thor. Uh, he's probably the next strongest one that can kill Thor. Um, Taika Waititi said he wouldn't do another Thor unless he there's a villain stronger than Hela. I'm like, well, Mangog's close. But also, you had Gore, and you wasted him. Damn. So, yeah. Bullseye for D- Daredevil. I love me some Bullseye. He was great in the Netflix show. Colin Farrell was funny. He was funny. Hilarious, yeah, crackhead. But uh, like, I I just love Bullseye. Is like, he's a, he would be a great mercenary. Magneto, Apocalypse, Carnage, Mister Sinister, Hobgoblin, Fin Fang Foom, who should have been just Shang Chi. Like you had you had your moment to release him into the world. Um, Sentry slash Void, who's like a Superman uh, character who has like darkness inside of him. And then uh, Dracula for Blade. That's my list. I need more Blade. He's coming, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He uh, he hasn't technically made a visual appearance, but he made an audio appearance and at the end of Eternals. Okay. He uh, he told Kit Harrington's character, the Black Knight, essentially just Jon Snow. He's like. I wouldn't do that if I were you. And I'm like, is that who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, it's Marshall, Marshall Ali. Uh, Wesley Snipes not reprising his role. He wanted to, but uh, Wesley Snipes doesn't seem like the most He's not... little out there. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a cameo. Mm-hmm. He's also getting old. Yes. Yeah, that too. All right, you guys ready for a little story creating? Yeah. Or are we too tired for story creating? I'm good. Let's go. All right. We're going to make our own villain. Mm. And I need to somehow make the context of the world in 17 minutes while talking about villain ideas. So the, the, the story that I have is a world where the emperor who's mysterious, who controls through harsh means, he decided to say there's 32 states in this country. And he goes to these 32 states. Hey, I'm, no, I'm sick of being in power. I want all the individual states to fight, and whoever wins the giant war will rule the land. 
So essentially, there's 32 warlords. And I think it'd be cool to make a, a villain for this world, for this story. And this is where the specials come in. And we can talk, like, what characters you guys want to be. Because I don't know who I want to be, like, which character I want to voice. But I thought of you guys. Okay. And that's when, if Tom and me and you were going to do our own episode, we were going to be character building for this. But okay. since this is the villains episode, I want to talk about what villains would you guys want to make. Or what villains would be cool for the story. Which one of the villains we just talked about would be good for Star, or just like creating a villain arc? You know, like that. Yeah, villain arcs, a, a type of villain that we like to see. Dark and violent. Dark and violent. <laughs> so I'm going to build on that. I want to see a dark and violent Batman. Okay. So a vigilante. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see this because this was always really good. There was. Um, one of the Primark novels in 40K was Conrad Kurz. And mm-hmm. he had this, um, he landed on a planet that was just like a pure evil, like a, a Gotham, mm-hmm. you know, but like a Gotham on crack, right? Yeah. And the way he thought, um, like he was completely law-abiding, whereas he would punish everybody for every crime that they did, but he would punish everybody in the exact same way for no matter what the crime was. Mm. So if you spit on the ground or you murdered somebody, he still would come and like skin you and leave your body there for everybody else to see. Yeah. And he was called the night hunter. Okay. So just this, like not even really that present of a villain, but just like, you know, if you do anything bad, the night hunter is coming for you. I like that. So what I wrote here for like different ideas, like the villain could be because the heroes that I'm building the team, the seven, the with like the specials, and that there's not going to be any of that in the world. But the idea is like there's seven unique individuals who's essentially fighting back the idea of like all these states are going to war, and they're fighting that idea. They're trying to create normalcy along the land. And so I'm thinking, like, what could be cool villains for the story, right? There could be um, warlords, generals. But the last thing I wrote is antagonists with similar goals. And that fits that category. Yeah. Where I'm thinking of, like, a vigilante who agrees with them, but does so in a lot more violent ways. Is that where we're... Yeah. And somebody that, yeah. Yeah, just think so. And I actually have a town. So I kind of use the same map for a lot of different story ideas because I built the world. And I have a kind of a drawing of the map. I need like an official like drawing for it. But there is a world. It's called, I think I've called it Doomport. That's a lot like Gotham. Okay. Where the way the mountains. So it's a, a coastal city where there's like levels on the mountain. So the elites are, like, all the way up in the mountains. And, like, the poor people are, like, where the port is, essentially. And the mountain kind of casts a shadow, usually from the sun. And there's, like, islands, too, that just kind of cast these mountains. So it's usually always dark. And, like, the I can imagine, like, the the uh, this villain or antagonist, this vigilante being a part of it, and essentially as being this world's, like, 
Batman. Okay, you just literally described that entire backstory. Did so I? Nostromo is a hive city. Okay. So it's basically it builds like it looks like a mountain. Yeah. But it's just a city. So the city is the mountain, but like at the base in like the underhive is where like the scum and the poor live. And the higher up you get on the hive city, <laughs> the richer you get. God damn it. Nostromo, <laughs> the planet that he's on. Yeah. Is cast in eternal darkness. Okay, because of the way like the moons or the suns, yeah. some, something with it where just it like the rotation speed is mm-hmm. always the same, so you're always in darkness. Okay, which is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. See, I was copying the not copying, but I was kind of like basing the idea around um, Invincible's version of Batman, sure. Darkwing, where like somebody casted a spell where like the literally there's a trailer for it too that for season two. That shows the bubble, the night bubble that's around the city, mm-hmm. and there's like the Darkwing that universe's version of Batman is in it, and he's kind of like you know, eh. so it's kind of like not copying, but kind of basing around it. And the, I think like it's still there's still daytime, but just the way the mountains work and the sun works, it's mostly dark all the time. Yeah, but there's like uh, like noon where the sun is above. It's it's day. But in the more it takes, yeah. Okay. So that'd be a cool locale for it. But I like that villain. So what's his motivation? Order. Order? Yeah. And, yeah, just, just a strange sense of order. Like, uh, order through brutality. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's his specials? Um, yeah, what was his weapons? Like? Well, he was, like, sneaky. And, well, Charisma would probably be one of them, because Charismas can be taken two ways. Yeah. Charisma can be terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Charisma would probably be his biggest one. And then Agility? I forget what Sneak is for special. It might be Agility. So he has similar goals, and wants to, like... My thinking is he has similar goals and he wants the heroes to like abide by him, but he has such extreme tendencies mm-hmm. that it's hard to like. He's killing pe- like he's killing anyone who's even like, uh, you know, remotely breaking the order. Yeah, or not breaking the order, but like, hey, I'm showing national pride for my state. I want us to win the great war. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, no, you're. Yeah, he maybe he just he wants order where he doesn't want the the war to happen. Yeah, and so he just is ruthlessly killing anybody that is breaking that order mm-hmm. to him. And I really like the fact that he's charismatic because I'm thinking like the main character, like the leader of sorts of the group is the charismatic person. Like I don't know if he'd necessarily be a leader though. Like his charisma so. his charisma is fear. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a leader, but I'm saying like the, he's a good the group's leader is probably like the charisma person, and he would be a good like. I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, it starts with an F. Ah, it's on the tip of the tongue. I hate when this happens. He's like a good reverse. Like he's a good. He's the antithesis of yeah the, the yeah. I'm trying to think of the word. Not flank. But, like, you know, he's there Killmonger to Black Panther almost. But not necessarily in, like, a skills aspect, but more of, like, a philosophy and leadership. Mm-hmm. He's a good reflection villain. So we don't have much more time. Right. Tom, thank you for the idea. Ernie, what villain do you want to see? 
If you can make it brief. Uh, just to build on that, like I said, dark and edgy. Like, I want to see, like, a real, like, just dark villain with a dark past that will actually do, like, dark stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, we have warlords and generals. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, actually, he put it very well. Like, I would love to see, like, a vigilante, like, Batman kind yeah. of style. Kind of, kind of like that. All right. Pretty dark. So, since we don't have much more time, I want you guys on the show when we make this a thing. I don't know when I'm going to do it. I don't even know if we have the capability of doing it. But I think it would be fun. I like writing dialogue, and mostly it's going to be dialogue. Mm-hmm. What character are you guys interested in playing? If you're going to be part of the main group. I mean, it's a fun, joking character. Okay. But, okay, like, I don't know, go in depth with more of what you're trying to look for. I guess. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing you haven't played Fallout 4 yet. No. That's all right. That's all right. I made a reference when we were doing the, we were talking about Fenway, and I'm like, you guys play Fallout 4? I'm like, why the fuck are you guys talking about, why are you talking about Fallout 4? I'm like, why are you guys talking about baseball on a football podcast? Either way. Um, but what I'm looking for is there's strength, there's perception, there's agility, there's endurance, there's intelligence, there's luck. What am I missing? charisma each character is going to have a strength in that regard and they're going to have like a mystery sub strength mm-hmm. which character would you want to portray or even in a villain capacity who would you want to portray definitely charisma sure I would, I would be a, I would like to be a charismatic kind of villain yeah well this is this is or, this is protagonist know, yeah protagonist sorry alright um do you have the voice acting chops to be charismatic? Sure. Yeah. I think I can see it. You're usually just a calm demeanor, though. Mm-hmm. That's where you that, that, that would be the charismatic part, though. Just very calm and just very okay. direct. And... What do you think, Tom? Hmm. I want to play the lucky character. Okay. So I feel like he could be, he could be funny. Yeah. Hmm. He would be. I... He's the one character I have written. Okay. And I just love the co- the concept of, like, he's so traumatized that he thinks everything, yeah, like, good things has to happen to him because he's so traumatized. And he comes across as, like, nonchalant, doesn't care, you know, carefree, but it's, like, the opposite. I also wouldn't mind playing the endurance character because for some reason I see the endurance character... I think of him like a tank, like the main mm-hmm. tank, you know, in video games or whatever. I don't know if yeah. you guys play RPGs or whatever. Yep. But like the endurance character, I imagine being like the dad of the group. Okay. Because he's the one up front taking all the hits to mm-hmm. make sure everybody else is good. So I think I could play a dad character. I'm making sure there's two females in the group. This uh, to um, even it out. Sure. Because I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people I would want to put on the show. They're mostly males. I don't know who I want to play at. I was thinking lucky. I was thinking charismatic. But I'm like, I don't know. I feel it's hard. I was imagining intelligence for you. Because I feel like you could have pull up the voice chops. I was thinking either strength or endurance for you. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of testing before we even figure out role like casting. Yeah, I mean, I could do. Yeah, I don't know. Could also do charisma. 
Charisma, intelligence, or endurance would be my my choice. And we can also do multiple characters. So if you guys want to go in your villain side, oh yeah, nice. All right, so we're definitely at the two minute mark. Thank you guys for checking out. Don't involve me. The villain episode, the Marvel villain episode. I hope you had a great time. I surely did. This is... Can we get one more muhaha? <laughs> oh, yeah, we got it. This is going to be our set. All right. Please check out Don't Evolve Me. Please check out the TikTok or the Facebook. You can find us anywhere, even Twitter. I got to do Twitter. Well, X. X. You know what? Fuck Twitter. <laughs> All right. Let's do one muhaha to send it off. Who want, should I lead or you guys? I mean, you're a leader. All right. <laughs> See you guys. That was turning Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs>